in five, four, three. back to another episode of In the Round with Andrew Taylor and Lee. It is episode 11. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. How about uh, yourself? Right on. If you don't know, Lee is my Ed McMahon to this show. That is correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Name two people who sell junk. <laughs> Walmart and Eddie Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Shonen and Ed McMahon. Hey, Eddie Taylor and Ed McMahon. <laughs> Uh, anyway. You are correct, sir. <laughs> I have in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sealed in a jar of mayo. Sealed in a mayonnaise jar and fucking Wagnall's porch since noon this afternoon. Anyway, hey, we hope everybody's doing okay out there. The world is kind of crazy right now. Happy um, Saturday. Yeah, it's kind of late on our end recording right now. We're recording late at, later at night. We don't normally do that, so... Hope everybody's doing okay out there. It's crazy... There's a bunch of crazy stuff going on, so stay safe, stay safe out there. Yeah, and be smart, man. Come on. Yeah, and don't go tear up people's cities. But anyways, we're not going to get into that. We're not a political show. We have no agenda whatsoever. I am. Ever. <laughs> so, hey, but anyways, before we get started here, man, we got some good news. We got new listeners. New territories. What's his name? New countries. <laughs> no, I don't know their names, man. Come on. <laughs> Can you guess where they're from? Uh, you told me earlier, and I'm trying to remember. I think you said one was in Sydney? No. No? No. Australia? Australia is one what, of them, What part yes. of Oh, that was I Queens. Know. I don't know. I just okay, know the countries. Because we had someone from Queensland last time, yeah. I just know the countries, man. I don't know any Sweet. other specific info. We, Australia, the United Kingdom, and Egypt. Walk like an Egyptian. Cairo, specifically. I do know that. Oh, I want to go there. I do know that on that one, for some reason. I don't know where I... I'd love to go to Cairo. Oh, Egypt would be awesome. Man. Oh, the beaches of Egypt. Look, have oh, you ever seen pictures just of them? Just in general, awesome. Egypt yeah. would be kick-ass. Um, anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. And you then also, look like an Egyptian. Also, yeah, good luck with it. Um, and also, we wanted to thank our usual listeners. You know. Twenty-nine ninety-five a day for Wi-Fi, and I'm the fucking terrorist. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook, man. At In the Round Arizona. Check me out, Andrew Taylor at Andrew Taylor Radio on Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook and MySpace. Yeah, you're on MySpace. <laughs> me and Tom, yeah. we still have MySpace. Yeah, the last two standing. Anyways, That's where I meet all my chicks. So we're gonna cut, we're gonna get right into it today. Uh, we got a new segment for you. We've been doing this the last few episodes, and uh, the first news story today headline reads: Bottle of cognac sells for seven. Bottle of cognac from 1762. The years. Jesus. Let yeah. me guess. Ten thousand dollars. Oh no. A hundred thousand. I'm getting there. One billion dollars. <laughs> One bajillion dollars. <laughs> a gazillion, gazillion. I keep waiting for the, for the news to start saying that now. They just have trillion yeah. roll off their tongues like it's like no it's, big deal. Yeah, like a drop they should be like, hey, this guy's going to spin. 1.9 kabillion, gazillion, gazillion, gazillion. Okay, anyways. Infinity. Anyways, back, back to the... the the amount was $146,000. And see, Black. that's for, it was from 1762. You know, I've been in bars before when I've seen people order. It was sold through Sotheby's on an online auction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen people order that. There's a, another kind of, I think it's cognac or whiskey. I can't remember where the, it was that restaurant we used to go eat, Del Fresco's in mm-hmm. Vegas there. Yeah, it's still there. It's a really nice steakhouse. And I seen a guys one night were drinking, I think it was $1,000 a shot cognac or something like that. Well, check this out. Here's, I think it was cognac. Here's the story. It's a 1762 vintage bottle of cognac, one of the oldest surviving cognacs in the world. Sold for $146,000 at an online auction. One of only three surviving bottles of the spirit was sold Thursday. I wonder if anyone's going to drink it. Uh, that would be the point, wouldn't it? I can't believe it's, that's a, jeez. You know, I, mean, I don't know. 
What's the most one expensive thing di- you've ever of, drank? One of them's on display in a museum in France. Yeah. Dude. Sure. <laughs> What's the most expensive thing you've ever drank? I don't even know, dude. I'm, I'm pretty simple. Yeah. So maybe stuff, what, Dr. Pepper to be honest. Yeah, Dr. Pepper, you know, maybe with some vanilla well, I'm trying ice to cream. Think, I've, had, I've had a glass <laughs> of wine that the bottle costs like 600 bucks. Oh, yeah. I've you know, it's just kind of a waste for I'm me. I'm not because, that kind of guy. I mean, yeah, well, I didn't buy it myself. I was at a restaurant. And I don't drink liquor either, so yeah, I drink Budweiser. I've never beer. had any of the fancy stuff like that. But I've, like I said, that's really the most man. expensive cocktail I've ever had. I mean, that glass of wine was probably 30, 40 bucks, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, not the biggest drinker. I, I've but. paid a lot of money for beer. Yeah, over your time. I, but yeah. it's just Budweiser. It's, yeah. well, like, if you go to a hotel and you order room service, oh, yeah. it costs you, like, 35 bucks for a six-pack. And you're yeah, like, but you're in a pinch. And when I was at Disney World, um, staying at the Disney one of the hotels in Disney World, um, the six-packs of Bud Light were, like, $17 in the gift shop, and I was happy to pay it. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you're in a pinch. Yeah, it was just, you know. All right, so our next story this was just a few days ago, in the uh, June 2nd, actually, so not too long ago. Guinness World Record awarded for highest library book fine paid. Oh my goodness, How I much, bet it was probably 50 grand. How much do you think it was? 50,000? No. 5,000? Nope. 500 quadrillion gazillion? Low, gazillion? dude, that's pretty low. Oh, $450? Pretty close. 345 That's the highest it's ever been paid? That's what they claim. She received a Guinness World Record for the largest book fine ever paid at more... At, Largest book fine. So I'm assuming it's one book. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I know if you jerk the library around, oh, they can take you. To they court. they they get really mad. Like if you like, I lost a DVD one time from that I rented from the library. <laughs> they come to your house looking for you. They yeah, they were like they're like they don't take it nicely. And if you lose the DVD, it may be a five dollar movie at the Wally World. They charge you like forty bucks. They're oh like, yeah, yeah. Hey man, this is a special DVD made for libraries. Yeah, no. It's like no, it's not. No. You know what I ended up doing? What? I ended up finding like an old DVD I had, and I put it back because it was one of those DVD cases that had like five DVDs in it. It was like a Law and Order, you know, the whole complete. You just put a random one. In yeah, there? I just put one in there. Dude. <laughs> this guy. But I didn't lose their DVD. I didn't get it when I checked out. That's why I, 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 a PSA for you right now. Yeah, check public your... service announcement for everybody that hears this. If you go to the library and you check out DVDs. And the, the, there's more than one in the container. Make sure they're all there before you check it out because you're responsible once you check it out. Yeah. So don't okay. get caught so, paying for someone else's mistake. So back into the story, she found the book in her mother's house and it was... Oh my god! Did the library take her money? You're never going to believe what day this thing was due back. It was supposed to be due back April 19th in 1955. Oh, well that... How does that make that, sense? That's, that can't make sense. because That's I, what I'm saying. I pay library fees all the well, time. Well, look at This is what it says. The fine had accumulated at two cents a day, and she paid it 47 years later. Our library fees aren't two cents a day. No, well, this has got to be in some small town. Yeah, that's something. weird. That's, you would I don't think they would just write that. the book off and say, hey, the book yeah. is 22 bucks or whatever, but... Yeah. Check this out. George Washington borrowed a book, The Law of Nations, from the New York Library after becoming president and didn't return it. The Mount Vernon Mount Vernon estate returned it 221 years later. So George Washington was a crook. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, he went to the library, checked out a book, and never came back. Yeah, basically. Well, he went to be fucking president, dude. He didn't have time to for that shit. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they... Uh... Uh, with his with his other human pieces of fucking teeth, like he was. Uh, yeah, remember? Yeah, we saw that the other night. Nice. Yeah, that is crazy. Fact, I didn't know that his teeth. I always was under the impression that his teeth were wood. wood. No, they weren't. It's not true. Yeah. yeah, they were made out of other people's teeth and animal teeth. Yeah, he was a psychopath. And, and something else. What was the other? I can't remember what the other. <laughs> it was really really brutal back then. Yeah, man, that was weird. If you guys ever get a chance, there's a show on YouTube that's called Hygiene. Of the, and it's a different period. And the one we were talking about when we were watching were hygiene of the colonial days. It's nasty. People had to have stank. Oh, yeah. D- yeah, totally. Because they didn't bathe. But we're going into the next news uh, news story here. This is our last one. And this one I got especially for you because it's, I know it's something you completely hate and are scared to death of. Scary monsters? No. Oh. <laughs> what, what do you what, one thing in the Snakes. Story, but, oh, yeah. Okay. I hate snakes. Here's the headline. Headline reads, man finds 40 baby snakes living inside home air conditioning unit. I'd move. Yep. <laughs> this happened just a few days ago. An Indian, re- an, a resident in Indian who noticed baby snakes inside his home opened up his air conditioning unit and found about 40 snakes slithering around inside. Were they cobras? Uh, doesn't say, but he was a farmer from a village over there. And he said he spotted the snake on the floor in his bedroom Monday night and released the reptile outside. 
And he said he returned to his bedroom and found three more snakes on his bed. Yeah, that's going to give me bad dreams just thinking about yeah. that. <laughs> I searched, hate snakes. He, he searched for the for the source of it and, and ended up discovering about 40 snakes living in his AC unit. Well, you know, yeah, I clean them vents every now and then, man. Him and his neighbors took him out, man. And, and release them. Yeah, I just can you I, I, burn just, it down, burn it there's down. This, that's the snakes to me are the creepiest thing that have ever been ex- ever. existed. Yeah, yeah, as far as animals, yeah, it, it just is. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what the the their, their purpose in life is. I mean, people go, oh, dude, snakes eat varmints. It's like, well, there's a rat problem in a big part of the world, so they're not obviously not doing their job very well. Well, you know, no, I don't, I don't get it. Either way. That was our news segment for the day. So odd I news don't stories, like spiders and snakes. It's never really any informative news. It's just really odd news. Yeah, because we're odd balls. So we're gonna segue into today's topic, man. And today we are talking about famous people we have met in our lives that we've crossed paths with. Um, just a little backstory. In my case, I came from media and stuff like that, doing radio and all that. What are you making faces at? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's ruining the show. Um, anyways. I come from radio and broadcasting and stuff. I had I've I've met a lot of people in doing that, um, just crossing paths with musicians. Sammy Davis Jr. Junior, call people. me all the time. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> Anyways, that's what we're talking about today. Famous people we met. We're gonna give the stories behind each person. We picked I think five people each on each side, and yes. then we're also gonna discuss on the flip side of things, uh, people that we would like to meet. Dead or alive. Dead or alive, and people that we never care to meet. These are people. That you couldn't pay me to meet. Yeah, that I that I could give a really. And I love money. Yeah, and I would, and, and I mean, unless it's some ridiculous amount. Well, you of must money. have some juicy act in you. Yeah, you must got a little juicy act in you there. <laughs> I try the flom flom. What's it called? I don't the the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've had some juicy act in me before. Oh God, is this guy back again? Sean, do you have a home? I was just coming by to have a cocktail with you fellas. Yeah, we're almost out of stoli because of you. I don't want vodka. (laughs) Do you have any rum? (laughs) All right, man. Make me a goddamn (laughs) daiquiri. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right, we're going to get right into it. Sean's cool. I'm going to start off, man. I'll go through mine first, and then uh, we'll get into yours. All right, starting off, number one, it was hard to pick individual people because, like, I've met a lot of bands and stuff. You know, music, music, oh, yeah. Rock musicians, and all that. Yeah, um, Setters. Kiss is one of them. That band, I've met pretty much everybody that's been a part of it. Have you met. ever met Ace Freely? I have not. I've tried to interview him a few or times. Peter, right? Yeah, and I've never met Peter. Um, I've met, I've hung out with Gene a few times. I've interviewed him. Um, I've met Paul a few times, and I've met Eric and Tommy a few times too. Yeah, I met Gene and Paul. Yeah, no, I've met was, Gene on a couple occasions. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've hung out with him. And then when we met Paul that time at the books signing, that he was really nice. Yeah, oh yeah, super cool. Yeah. He was like, "Hang out, have a drink." Everybody, with us all of them yeah. have always been stand up uh, acts when you meet them and all that. Yeah, I got, they have been really nice. I met Gene a few times. One time, I uh, was walking with him, and they were filming a bit for his reality show that, at the yeah. time. Yeah, we were at the Money Bag Clothing Line uh, yep. release party. And then we met him at the perfume thing that we had. Yeah, thing at Dillard's. Yeah, and then. I met him again through the radio station I worked at in Las Vegas, Comp 92.3, and that was my very first interview I ever conducted for me in radio. It was Gene Simmons. Yeah, is that the one where he told, uh, gave me a shout-out? Yeah, I gave, yeah. gave my dad a shout-out at the end of the interview and all that, and then we went and hung out with him again after that and met him and again. And we couldn't get rid of him. He's just yeah, like, hey, what are you guys going to do? Yeah, you know, nice guys, though, good guys. Um, I, me and my brother went on the Kiss Cruise, too, and got to meet him in full makeup and all that. It was it was a great time. Very cool. Remember that time we partied with? They didn't have their they didn't have their boots on, dude. Really weird. They had tennis shoes on. Yeah, just regular shoes. Yeah, kicks well, why would you wear like boots? New, on like Gene had like New Balances on or Reeboks or whatever. A pair of tennis shoes. Well, I think anybody. maybe it was hard to stand up on the boat when it was. That's what I mean. Why would you, you want to be comfortable, man? Before the show, you know. Remember that time when we partied with Axel Rose and he stayed at the house for like three days? We he, couldn't get rid of him. Yeah, he kept trying to get drugs. Axel had a drug problem. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's deal was. Um, <laughs> and we knock on the door, we're all like, "Don't answer! It's Axel Rose." <laughs> That's an all lies. Please don't sue us. <laughs> the kiss thing was that he's really annoying when he gets coked up. But um, anyways, moving on. The next one, this happened when I was about, I had to have been in high school. I was like 16, 17 years old. I happened to be at the Palms Casino in Las Vegas at their movie theater, which at the time was a really like state-of-the-art movie yeah, theater. Yeah, really cool. There. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, they were having some show going on there with a red carpet event and all that. And we were coming out of the theater, walking into the main like lobby of it, and they were doing a red carpet event. And... um. 
we looked over and I was with my girlfriend at the time and Jack Nicholson was standing there. Oh, jeez. With his sunglasses scary. on and smiling. <laughs> he looked just like you would expect. Yeah, he looks hey, like how you doing? He <laughs> looks like he'd be a trip to hang around with. Yeah, man. dude. He had some young blonde oh, chick hooked sure around well, his he's arm. he's married, and, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. Yeah, he had some chick with him. She was young, dude. Younger. I think he's married to a, a black lady. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. You might want to look. But he had another. He had a woman with him. Oh, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. yeah, I'm sure he does. Jack's. Yeah, you know. he's been a ladies' man his whole life. Yeah. Man. So I mean, he, he's he's cool. He was super nice. I oh, I, just, I just asked him. I was like, "Hey, you're Jack Nicholson." He's like, "Yes, I am." And I, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> somebody go get me a goddamn beer." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wow, man." I was a kid, so I just I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of crazy. yeah." He's a he's a megastar, and you know what? He don't do movies anymore. Yeah, he, he does. I think he's. I mean, he's got to be what he's 80? old. Yeah, I think you still see him at Laker games and stuff. I don't think he's doing that anymore either. Really? So I was heard on the radio the other day. I was listening. They were saying that he, he's no longer courtside at the Laker games anymore. Wow. Well, nobody is right now, but oh, they yeah. said he hasn't been for a while. That's weird. Um, you know, so that was another one that that and like I said, I was that's 16, a good one. Seventeen that's years old. He was. He was. That's awesome, why yeah. he's one of the biggest stars ever. Man. Oh, probably one of the biggest ones I met. Yeah, I mean, easily, he is. Yeah. I mean, he is literally he's, a legend. Yeah, exactly. The and next, a great actor too. The next one I have has a really funny story. Um, there's more of a backstory to it, but I don't want to get too far into it. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. And you were there, and David yeah. and our, my brother David was there too. Yeah, I remember. I that stood night. in line. I I got out of school early, and I went and stood in he line. I went and stood in line, and and for you know four or five hours to meet this guy. You know, we bought the book, and I stood in line. I got three wristbands to meet him, and uh, I watched his limo come in, his little uh, his little Escalade come in, and. His little Escalade came in. He pulled in through the back at Borders, and uh, everything was limo tinted out. He even had a bodyguard with him with a gun. Yeah, I remember they wouldn't let us come up to the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't stand by the windows and watch him sign stuff. Well, you know, there's crazy people. I had been out there for hours, and you guys came up later to meet me. Yeah, we got in the building, and uh, I had some Black Sabbath records with me that I wanted to get signed. Did he sign them? That's what I'm getting to. His his PR guy told us when we got up there, like they usually do at these book signing events, they want you to buy the book and they got to sign that. They don't really want to sign anything else. It holds the line up and everything. Yeah. You just got to keep things flowing. Totally understand. His PR guy says, hey, he's not going to sign those records, okay? So don't don't even ask. We get up to Ozzy and we tell him, hey, you know, I tell him, hey, thanks for the music, man. I shook his hand and all that. And I remember him asking you, how many people are outside? And you're yeah. like, the line's around the building. And he just said, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you could tell he wanted to book. He was man. tired. He, yeah. was, he looked tired. He, but looked, he looked he, old in he real even, life. He even asked me. He saw my records in my hand and was like, do you want me to sign those? And we got moved along out of the line. Like, you know, they just kept shuffling us on. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Totally cool. His socks had skulls on them and yeah, stuff. And he, all that. But he, he, looks, slippers he, looks, on. he looks his age in real oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he wasn't all shaky and stuff. No, and he didn't no, come off all what? stuttering and all that. that. That was something I didn't like about that show that they did on well, they TV. They portrayed him like an idiot. Well, because, yeah. and you know what? You and see him in like other that. stuff when he's not and around he's those other people. I, I can't stand Ozzy's family. Yeah. You know, I can't yeah. I can't stand Sharon Osbourne. I think she's just too steely eyed for me, man. That's, and I know what her dad did to Sabbath and all that, you know? Yeah. And but but and, and then his kids are just goofy. But um, when you see him interviewed or hanging out, like I was watching him go over the Randy Rhodes recording sessions with somebody. I don't remember who it was. Oh yeah, and he knows I what was sharp going. as a tack. He knew what man. was going yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. I so I think a lot too. of it was an act on that yeah. show, man. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's um, a good meet though. I like I like meeting Ozzy. That was cool. That was fun. Um, my next one is a personal favorite of mine, and it happened twice, two occasions. One time I was doing some work for him. Tech, you know. At the time, on a street team for a show, um, the first time Cedric the Entertainer, no, uh, oh. Glenn Danzig, uh, oh, the singer yeah. from Danzig and the Misfits, yeah. Sam Hain, he's yeah, punk Dan- rock metal Glenn. icon, yeah. Um, Did he have his cat with him? No, I oh. worked. I was, I was about, I think I was eighteen or something at the time, something like that, and. I was hanging out at the Mandalay Bay that behind the House of Blues where Loden was. And I think it was for the 20th anniversary tour they were coming out for. And it was the first opening night of the tour. And I'm hanging out in the back there with all my records and stuff, waiting, trying to run into him, get to get, to get him signed. And the bus, the Prevost bus comes in with the trailer and they back it in. I'm like, oh shit, like the band's here. 
And uh, they all get off the bus, and I see them all come off. Glenn comes walking off with, like, contracts in his hand and all that. Where's my paycheck? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Where's my goddamn money? And, uh, Is the guy from Striper there? And, no, I don't think so. Not at this one. Yeah, we hang out with Glenn on the weekends trying to get him to, you know, He's really cool. find God and stuff like that. <laughs> Glenn, have you accepted Jesus into your heart? Fuck no. <laughs> I can see that one going well. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I was at the House of Blues. He seen me standing there and called me over, and his bodyguard was with him, too. And he's he step- has he's his bodyguard like his assistant or something. No, he's a big bodyguard. He's just a bodyguard. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his name's Dave. He uh, he stood there and just signed our stuff, and he was talking to me. You know, was he nice? And, oh yeah, totally cool. And then uh, the next time I hung out with him, uh, we did some street team work, and we put up flyers for the show, the uh, the Las Vegas show. It was at the Brooklyn Bowl down on the Strip, and uh, we put some flyers up for him and stuff throughout the week. And we ended up getting a meet and greet with him and hanging out with him. And it's really funny because when we went upstairs, I always tell this part of the story because it's it's just hilarious knowing the attitude of this guy, how he is. We walk into his backstage room and there's a box of wheat thins on the table in his dressing room. And Danzig's in like another part of the dressing room where you can't see him behind a door getting ready to come out. And his bodyguard goes, hey, man, just don't touch those. Uh, just don't touch anything on the table. <laughs> just the wheat thins are on the table. I was like, wouldn't it be funny just to move him and see what he says? Yeah. What was that movie we watched? It's the one with Elvis and Nixon in it. Yeah. Where he's all, he's all, he's all don't, don't. He uh, touches his Dr. Peppers or whatever, his M&M's. Yeah. He goes, uh, don't, um, t- t- don't touch the Dr. Pepper and don't touch the M&M's. And the first thing El- the guy that's portraying Elvis does is walks over and grabs a handful of M&M's and just pops a Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Off. Yeah. That was a good scene. I like that. Yeah. So that, you know. He was cool then, too, that time we all hung out and all that, and I didn't have anything for him to sign. It was just basically hanging out with him That's and cool. talking to him, you know? That's he was awesome. super cool. It was really into, only about three or four of us back there with him hanging and you've out. you met him again in other instances, No, too. that was the only, that was the only time. Times, yeah. But I've seen him a bunch of times yeah. and all that. And, um, the next one was a really big one, and uh, Aunt, uh, my Aunt Tracy was the one that actually got me into this situation. It was Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, just specifically. She had a friend that worked with him as like a per- as a manager or something like that, and I got to go hang out with them. It was at the MGM in Las Vegas in about 2015-ish, somewhere around there, and uh, it was the original, you know, Aerosmith, and uh, it's still a bunch of rockers too. Huh? Oh, dude, it was crazy. We so they don't share a dressing room. Or none of them. None of them share dressing rooms. They probably don't get along all we that great. We went backstage, and when we showed up. Uh, Living Color was opening up for him. Vernon Reed. Yeah, which is weird. I got to meet him. Um, We walked up there. They were on their last song doing Cult of Personality. Closing the show up. Yeah. And I watched that song from the side stage, which was, dude, watching any show from the side stage is just in in an arena. I've never done it. I would love to see that. Like, wow, you know, and um, it's it's crazy. I had one time my cousin Marie yeah. got me and your mom tickets mm-hmm. to Heart. This was it was around Christmas time at the Aladdin Hotel. Yeah. And it was it was like the week of Christmas or whatever. And and she worked for KKLZ, I believe. Yeah. And and they had this and we used to get a lot of tickets off from her for shows down there. Mm-hmm. And uh she got us tickets to we were called in front of the front row. And all they basically did is they had the front in the row head of a barricade. In the orchestra pit yeah. there, yeah. And you got to sit in front of them. Yeah. And it was I mean That's we, awesome. I mean it was at, I mean we were literally right three feet from the stage. And That's great. Yeah, it was neat. It was really a good show. But uh back to the Steven Tyler one. We Aero, uh, Aerosmith takes the stage, they're killing it. Steven Tyler keeps coming over to the side of the stage and messing with people, holding the mic out to him and all that. And it, it was crazy, man, to watch these guys actually perform and stuff. It, it was it was pretty cool to watch yeah, it from the side stage. Vernon like Reed stood next to me for a couple of the songs with his guitar on his back. From from you the, bump any money off you or anything? No, he was hanging out. Hey, brother, let me hold the twenty. Um, and it was they put on a great show. Um, it was awesome, everything you would expect. I went out into the crowd to go like like hang out with some people, and everyone. It was so cool walking under the stage, out into the crowd and stuff, and all that. And then everybody's looking at you because you have laminates on. They're like, "Who's that guy?" And, that's awesome, you know. Man. And it's like Wayne's World where you're flashing the badges yeah. everywhere. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we went backstage after the show. We we go to the backstage at rooms, and we're standing outside Steven Tyler's dressing room, and it's just us standing outside of it. And the doors closed, and they're like, "He'll be with you in a minute." And uh, next thing you know, the door just swings open, and Steven pops his head out, and he's like, "Hey guys, come on in!" 
and hey, everybody come on, let's yeah, talk. and everybody came in there, and Liv Tyler was in there too, hanging out, Just hanging out with her dad. Yeah, right? and he had his little two Pomeranian puppies with him and Steven stuff. Tyler and all is his wardrobe, married, all right? I'm not sure. I think honestly. he is. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But he he was one of the most down to earth rock That's stars. That's nice. It's cool that he's he was guy, great. Yeah. yeah. No, he he. Yeah, I think a lot. Of and there was a lot of Bobby um, are. there was a lot of kids back there, and that's who he was mostly hanging out with and in, entertaining and stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I think I think a lot of those guys are probably you know a lot of them. Get I think a bad they eat rap. that stuff up. Yeah. Well, I think they get a lot of them get a bad get caught rap, on a bad yeah. day or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're like they're human beings, so they can get caught up. You know, someone um, might run into them when they're not. I, yeah. No. Absolutely. I had a friend of mine tell me a story about. He was at Nam, yeah. You know, at the music show in California, yeah, yeah. And they Convention. saw Eddie Van Halen leaving the whatever. I think he was in the PV booth or something. You know, back this was years ago, and he was walking like out of the place, and they followed him, yeah. And they got him, and he was walking through a hotel. Yeah, be careful, man. And he eventually turned around and said, "What do you guys want?" You know, yeah. and they said he was really rude to him, and I was like, "Well, think about what you're doing." He's, you know, he doesn't know who you are. Yeah, and, and you know, that's how people get killed. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's like when they people complain when they like get you know I, I jumped up on stage at a Hank Williams Jr. concert one time yeah and I was physically escorted Pay out in the headlock and said get out yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't resist or nothing you know yeah. I, I didn't Gandhi on him or nothing yeah. I just kind of did the passive resistance or hands up or whatever they're yeah, doing now they grab you but I was yeah. drunker than seven hundred Indians man and, and oh they got a job and we had man. fourth or fifth row seats and this is back when Bo Cephas was in his prime yeah when he was winning CMAs every year you probably you know? scared the shit out of him. oh I could tell by looking at him he yeah he's it scared the shit out of him. He jumped back. What was funny though is after the show, you know, it was at the Universal Amphitheater. Yeah, this is when I lived in, in LA. LA. Yeah. And um, after the show, I'm out there laying on the hood of our limousine because we're taking a limo <laughs> there, and I could hear people walk. And I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm pretty hammered, and and people are walking by me going. That's the dude that jumped up on stage. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was the only time I've ever done that. That's awesome. Hey, you know, you know they. I had some honorable mentions I wanted to throw out there because in radio, man, we used to interview a lot, especially in Las Vegas. We interviewed a lot of comedians and stuff like that. And uh, a couple of them that stick out in my mind, um, Norm MacDonald, super cool guy. I would love to hang out he with him. He was great. He hung out with us for a while, too. He is one I, of my very favorite comedians. Another guy from that same group, Rob Schneider, was super cool. Yeah, he's cool. Um, Tom Segura. I like him. He's Nick funny. Swardson. Very funny. Um, He's, he looks pretty rough. Now. Another guy that we, I ran into one day just on the off chance early in the morning setting up his own booth at a, at a uh, collect, uh, like autograph collector shop in Vegas, the Planet Hollywood. Emmett Smith from the oh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you told me that, yeah. Yeah. It was was he sitting out in front of that one in the He was the, setting his own table. Shops? Yeah, no, at Planet Hollywood. The oh, Miracle okay. Because yeah. what's his name? The baseball player they won't let in the Hall of Fame. He does the same thing. Pete, Pete Rose. Rose used to do yeah. it at the forum shop. And it was weird because he would just sit Hang out in front of the place. Yeah. And sometimes there was no one there. It's kind of like, what's that guy doing? Yeah, yeah. No, so Emmett Smith was doing that. It was really cool to see him being, you oh, know. that's cool. And then uh, the last guy I wanted to mention was Vinnie Paul. We ran, he was a, a yeah. Vegas local, so yeah, you used to see him all the time, yeah. He's a nice guy. Rest, yep. in, rest in paradise, man. Yep. And then, the, uh, the, yeah, the uh, just uh, just to run through the last the other two groups of people that we had to do, you know, yeah, people I'd like to meet, and I'm not going to touch on them too in depth because we'll get get to yours next. Is uh, and we said dead or alive in this section. You can too. have anybody, man. So, even, you know, what? you can even have fictional characters if you want. Well, okay, They're yes. fictional I didn't know. Characters. I didn't know that. So, but anyways, people... I would like to meet Daffy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I've met Daffy Duck. Eddie Valiant. Daffy Duck is a hell of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that Daffy Duck acid? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean Connery has <laughs> blotted. Uh, <laughs> people, I'd like to meet. Obviously, uh, James Garner would have been cool, I think, as an yeah, actor. Yeah, cool. Because Rockford Files, yeah. I'm a big fan. He, that would have been yeah, he looked like he was a pretty nice guy, man. Yeah, you know. It, and you probably could have had some in common with him because he was really into cars. He was into desert yeah. racing. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he ran the, um, the mint, not the mint, the... Oh, well, he did his own, the, yeah. The Baja. The Baja. Mm-hmm. Baja. Isn't he in Dust of Glory? Yeah. That's right. He yeah. narrates it or something, doesn't he's he? some of it, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Clint Eastwood would be another guy. I, I touched base with him before, trying to send him an idea. Yeah, but... yeah, he'd be cool. I mean, he he comes across as... I mean, his characters are always real good, but when, when they interview him and stuff like that, he comes across a lot different than he, than he, than oh, he is than on the Oh, than you would stage. think, yeah. yeah. He seems yeah. like he's really... Well, he's kind of artsy, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, he is. Totally. He's an artist. I mean, yeah, there's no totally, doubt about yeah. it. But 
He seems like he'd be a nice guy. Um, another guy I'd like to meet, and I'm, Sherman Hemsley. Um, no, <laughs> it's not even really a guy. It would be more so like the singer and the guitar player, uh, Brian Johnson and Angus Young. Would Those be guys, cool. especially, they seem really cool. Brian seems like he's a really yeah, cool dude. A nice guy. And from what I've seen him, like he does a lot of those car shows. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I want to see the, that show he did. We should look and see if it's on available on YouTube or something. Now, the one he did where he interviewed other band people, yeah. that looked like a good show. Yeah. I don't have, I wish we had and that then, station. My last one for people I would like to meet, uh, Diamond David Lee Roth would be uh, pretty yeah, cool. Because he seems pretty, pretty Yeah, I would there. like to meet him and too. And he just seems interesting to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah he looks like he's... He's got a lot of experience. Yeah, stuff. I mean, if he should do another book. Yeah. Because I've read his book, yeah. the, book the Crazy from the Heat book. Mm-hmm. It was a decent book. But, I mean, he could do another one. On anything. I've read Sammy Hagar's book, too. Yeah. And it's actually a really good book. Yeah. It is. Except for the the six chapters in the book where he trashes Van Halen. Well, whatever. You knew that was expected. Yeah, but All the Kiss members' books are like that, too. It's sad. But you know what? Dave really didn't do that in his book. He didn't really trash anybody. Yeah. He just said it from his perspective. The only thing he said derogatory that I remember in that book about Eddie Van Halen is that he was a crummy person. Yeah. When he didn't have a guitar strapped around him. Yeah. And they, they, you know, that was back in the days when they weren't really liking each other. That's cool. People that I never want to meet. Oh, and I'll run through this real quick. A guy that I absolutely hate, and I think he's just a complete clown, Bill Maher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, he's on my list, too. Shit. You know? Um, uh, another set of clowns. He is a clown. An- another set of clowns. Bill Maher is a clown. Another set of clowns. ICP. Oh, <laughs> man. Shaggy Two Dope heard you say that. He beats your ass right no, now. I love What, like what do you mean, ICP? And then uh, another guy. I'm just going to blow through these, not really touch on him too much. I just don't like <laughs> ICP. him. ICP. They make me sick. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Another guy I don't oh, think. Yeah, he's a you know, he, he's not even funny. I've never thought he was yeah, funny. Yeah, I don't see how he has a show. I, yeah, I didn't think he was and funny. And the, the Kardashians show. are the last ones. I, I you know what? I, I like the one Kardashian. I don't really I don't know care, much man. about him. They're, they're, What's the young one that has all the money? Oh, Is I, that Chloe? I don't even know. I don't like... I, that's, see, that's how much I follow him. I, you know, and Kim Kardashian doesn't seem like a terrible person. I mean... I don't care. I just... Yeah, I don't, I don't have any desire. I mean, I would... I, like, if I was somewhere and they were there and they said, do you want to meet him? I would probably walk uh, up and meet him. <laughs> <laughs> but Harpo, what do you think about this? Uh, He'd be the greatest one to meet. <laughs> Harpo been, or Groucho. Groucho would have been pretty cool. Yeah. I, didn't think I bet Groucho that. was like Chico Marks. Roth or something, man. Chico Marks. Chico's my favorite. You know. You, but hey, you what's would, the matter for you? But you have to remember that those guys <laughs> are in character in those movies, yeah, but, you know? Yeah, they would do it. Yeah, know? but I guarantee that because like, Chico Mark was like a ladies' man. He oh, was dude. A, he was, yeah. He had an affair on his wife, on his, wife, on her, on his honeymoon, yeah. Yeah. you know, which is, you know, <laughs> who hasn't done that? <laughs> you know, I hooked up with a chick on her honeymoon, man. Yeah. Over at the uh, Mandalay Bay. <laughs> I didn't know she was on her honeymoon until the next day. Why, she told you? Yeah. Hey. I asked her how long she was going to be in Vegas. It was a weird deal. Hey. I, was in very, I didn't have management. I wasn't really focused on my life very well. I know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, all right, man. Go ahead. Shoot. It's your turn. Okay. So do this. Out of the people I've met, I've tried to, to wheel it down. And I've not met as many famous people as you have, but I've met some. Yeah. That I consider. Oh, my, you have some really good ones. Dude. My first one that I did, I did not long ago. I was in the in a restaurant here in Arizona. Right down the street. Right down the street. And I was with a friend of mine from Las Vegas. And we were getting ready to, do, to go to a business meeting. And I'm sitting there. And we, we ordered up breakfast. And I look. And lo and behold, right in front of me is none other than Alice Cooper. Oh, man. And it was weird because my... No more Mr. Nice Well, guy. it's weird because my friend Eric knows... No, to Alice, he's not a big music guy. Oh, squeak! I mean, right? He likes yeah, music. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't like music, but he doesn't get into it like someone like you and I. He's mm-hmm. not a geek of it. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't reek of geek. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm sitting there, and it t- you know when you see something like that in real life, oh yeah, it stuns you for a minute because you look and you go like, that's weird. And he come walking up, and I was like, Alice Cooper. Is he, he got up. He, he was with a bunch of businessmen, <laughs> and I'm like, Alice Cooper. I'm gonna go right on, and he's like, Hey. He stopped at our table. He's like, hey, how you guys doing? Oh, I was yeah. like, dude, no way. That's great. And I did the same thing. I'm like, dude, thanks did he, for did he do like? Did he do like uh, Wayne's World and start educating you guys? Yeah, you know, Scottsdale. Yeah, <laughs> Scottsdale has been in the news quite a bit lately. No, no, he was just, but it was almost like he was waiting for me to ask for an autograph or a picture or something. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that because I just. He was at a restaurant. And, yeah, and, but he wasn't like, he was with a bunch of guys and like, like business looking people. Yeah. So he was, it was probably he, his, you know. The record there. company or something. I don't know who they were. Maybe he was doing a deal. Because he does. When I first moved here to Arizona, at, at nighttime, he used to do commercials on TV for this car lot. 
where if you came down and bought a car, you'd get an autographed guitar from Alice Cooper. And they were like the worst quality commercials. He'd just be like, hey, Arizona, it's me, Alice. Because he's lived here forever. He's yeah. from here. He was born and raised here. Oh, yeah. Or no, he was born in Detroit. Yeah, he, he was raised here. in. Yeah, in, he was raised here, yeah. Uh, uh, Arizona, in Phoenix. So, and, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he lives, he still lives in Paradise Valley. But moving on, this is another thing. I, I, I used to do sales in Vegas for the company I worked for. And I, I had one of the guys that was the founders of uh, Circus Circus came in to, to purchase a scissor lift off of us. A real eccentric older guy. His name was Mel Larson. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you go to Las Vegas and you go south on the boulevard, you can see his house. It looks like the top of an airport terminal. I can't remember. It's actually on Mel Larson Way and Las Vegas Boulevard down down towards the south point. I wonder if it's still there. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, he's passed on. Yeah. But anyways. uh, I remember him, yeah. He drove that purple Cadillac with the gold wheels. He he worked through the mob years. Helicopters had pink on them. Yeah, he was a helicopter pilot. He took me for a ride, let me fly his helicopter. That's awesome. Yeah, but. That's crazy. Take the wheel. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny because I had me and him (laughs) were in the front in the cockpit. And then I had three of my buddies in the back that I worked with yeah. and we were flying over the Eldorado lake bed and he goes, here, I want you to take the controls. And I'm used to like, you know, I'd flown like a, a Cessna before and stuff like mm. that, you know? Well, are these sticks though? Well, know. it's one stick and then you have two rudder pedals and then you have a, a lever on the side that's called a collector. That's the thing is I'm used to like forklift bang valves yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So any amount of movement you put on the control stick, the ship moves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was, it, it, it was kind of scary. Dude, but, um, so what kind of helicopter do you know? It was a Bell Jet Ranger. It's the one. It's the Wait, one. What are you doing? When you used to go to the NASCAR races, Mel Larson would come flying I through there doing all kinds of crazy shit. I remember man. the one where he put that sucker down. He, it crashed. He yeah. crashed the helicopter I rode in. He crashed. I mean, he lived and all that stuff, but he was a nice guy. But um, he, when I first met him, he came in to look at the scissor lift, and there he had this guy with him. Yeah. And I was looking at this guy. And I was like, shoot, I've seen this guy. This guy's like a movie star. And he introduced me and it was it was Ernest Borgnine. That's crazy. Yeah, and so and, and was the, it, hey, was Ernest Borgnine the guy in basketball? Yeah, he's that the boss. Is, he was huh? Ted Winslow. Yeah, That's but he crazy. was in all kinds. He was in uh, <laughs> that helicopter TV he show. He was in a lot of westerns and but stuff. But I ended up having to go to Mel's house a few times in between while the when we were doing the deal. And this guy just had it. His house is like a museum. Yeah. You know, he had all because he was a NASCAR racer and he was a marketing guy. Vegas yeah, he was just he was just Mr. You know, him yeah. and the guy that the original owners of were the the original owner, Richie Klein. Mel Larson, and there was another guy, I can't remember, uh, Ralph Engelstead, were the guys that originally opened that speedway out there in Las Vegas. And they eventually sold it to Bruton Smith or whatever. Yeah. But, but you know, he, he was very instrumental in that speedway being built. Wow. You know, but, I, yeah, I met Ernest Borgnine. He gave me an autograph, and I talked to him for a while. And, uh, it, you know, he was from McHale's Navy. And then mm-hmm. later on, he did the movie Basketballs, yeah. which we love. It's you know, one of our yeah. very favorite cool. movies. If you've never seen the movie Basketballs from Trey, Trey, Matt Stone and Trey Parker for the creators of South Park, you, it's a great movie. You kids and your Dan they they The two stars of the movie yeah. hate it. Right? Yeah. Well, they Anyways, did. They had to do it, yeah. Because that, that, Ernest Borgnine, it was just neat. That's and cool. That's and a cool you know, his, I, no, I, Larson's a cool, a cool segue thing, too. Yeah. That, that, I remember that guy. But uh, my, when I told my mom about it, she was, like, really impressed. She was like, oh, I loved Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. And I did not know this, but... Um, That's crazy. But uh, his wife, Tiva... Borgnine, I don't know if, she, if she's still alive or not, but um, she was a big, pro, she sold like perfumes and, and okay. makeup and stuff on QVC. Yeah. And I guess it made, I guess it made him a, just a bucket, for, you know, just a boatload yeah. of money. But it was, wow. it was neat. He was a nice guy. He lived in Mel's hangar. Mm-hmm. And then moving on, this is another thing I did in Vegas. This is back when I was a truck driver. Okay. I delivered to a set and I'm trying to, I can't remember the name of the this show. This Southern Nevada Equipment? This is back when it was yeah. Southern Nevada Equipment, yeah. yeah. And I was, I was a transport driver then. I was a young man. And um, a lot of hair ago. I had more hair. And <laughs> many, many more. Okay, I was a lot skinnier. <laughs> when I was 17. But yeah, I had some good beer. <laughs> but um, one of the fun things of delivering to, to movie and, and television sets. Oh, dude. When you're in catering. a catering. Well, we were delivering a machine there. And I, I had to move it for them. Yeah. So I was there a few hours. They said, hey, you know. So you get to hang out. It was a man lift. So they go, go over to craft services and get yourself something. Yeah. And craft services like the, oh they hook it, it up man it has like really good stuff in it you know yeah. so I had this T-shirt that I got from somewhere for free like at a bar there was a band playing someone said hey you want this T-shirt and it, the name of the band was called the Roadkill Cafe oh you know okay and um and and I was like yeah sure you know it's a free T-shirt or whatever and so I go in and I'm sitting there eating these these bagels and these locks 
at this at this craft service since it was early in the morning, you know. And I think the name of the TV show was called McShane or something like that. Yeah. It was a Kenny Rogers television series. Oh my god. Yeah. And Kenny Rogers <laughs> was sitting there next to me eating some fucking food. Dude, was he eating fried chicken? No, no. Oh. He was eating a bowl of like oatmeal and having a like a piece of toast it, or something. It, it would have lived up to his record. What was so weird, Andy, is I as I got my food because it was like a catering <laughs> truck with a like a they'd made like a like a little makeshift restaurant there. <laughs> and awesome. I went over and I sat down. And in the seat, two seats over from me, I look over and I look at this old guy and, and he's sitting there eating it and he's looking at me. Did he shirt. have the beard and all that? Oh, yeah. It was Kenny Rogers in the, full, awesome, in the full dude. realm there. From the album cover. And, and yeah, and, I, and I can't, I'm just trying to think of a song that he sang. I just, I just drew a blank. I'm thinking, gam- I kept thinking the on gambler, the road again. The gambler. I was nervous. <laughs> on the road again. I know, it's not even the right guy, but he looks over at me and he looks at my shirt and he goes, The Roadkill Cafe. And he goes, What is that? A restaurant or something? I was like, No, it's a band. He goes, What are they play and I had no idea because I just got that shit. I was like, I did death rock. I don't know. And he's like, what's odd, you know? But I ended up being there and talking to him for about 15, 20 minutes because he was all in the, the, he he'd already gone through all the wardrobe and stuff. Yeah. He was oh yeah, he looked like his like he was I, I was I was three feet away from him and it, he looked you ever see like when you go to a funeral and you see how like made up a dead body is, yeah. you know, when, the, when they have an open he looked, casket. He looked, he looked like he had a pound of makeup on his well, face. Yeah, but they got to do that. But he yeah. was nice, you know, and you know the food was great and it was fun. I did my gig and they left. But moving on, this kind of segues into my thing, Willie Nelson. There, oh, this is okay. a crazy story. I remember this one. Yeah, I anybody that knows me or kind of knows me or whatever or has ever hung out with me, I, I tend to drink some. Yeah, <laughs> I like a, I like a beer or two every now and then. Sometimes I don't, my, I don't do it in, in public as much as I used my to. Whistle. But uh, and there's a if you know me, you probably know that I don't really care to go bowling. I don't really like yeah, bowling all that much. Yeah. I just I've never I'm not coordinated enough to do be any good at it, and I've never I've never liked the game enough to like spend the time to to learn how to play very well. So I don't and I don't really care to hang out at bowling alleys. Yeah. But and I'm not knocking anybody that does. It, 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 I'm sure. No, cool. I'm sure it's a fun yeah. sport. You know, I'm, I'm more of an air hockey guy. Yeah. But I was at the bowling alley with your mom and a couple other friends at the Sun at the South. Uh, what's it? Gold Coast Hotel in Vegas. Uh-huh. And I'd been drinking. Yeah. And I and we were going bowling because <laughs> your mom was actually a decent bowler and she liked doing it. Oh, well, I remember Grandpa being. Yeah, and they're all they're, yeah. they're bowlers. Yeah. They, you know, there's bowlers and then there's non bowlers. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh. So I'm sitting there and and I have a ball and I'm getting ready to go to the lane and I go to throw the ball and I stepped over the 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 line that you're supposed to you know they 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 oil those floors down yeah make I never knew that yeah yeah dude <laughs> and, and I slipped and I fell literally off the backs of my heels uh, onto my back on the lost bowling alley and all that caught the bowling ball in my chest oh dude yeah really? yeah it, Andy the whole bowling alley got quiet. quiet down oh my god and I was like shoot and I got up. And I was, you know, I wasn't hurt. I was just more embarrassed, if nothing else, you know. Oh, half cocked, drunk, half uh, you know, embarrassed. So I start walking my ball back over to the to the back racks, you know, not the ones that are by the the ball return, but yeah. the ones that are like kind of a back up level. in the back. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it back, and just, I just don't want to play anymore. And I get to the rack. And Willie Nelson oh, is standing God, there, dude. laughing his ass off. Really? Oh yeah, he's oh, a little dude. Man. He's tiny. He's uh, small. He's a short dude. And at first I thought it was supposed to be, and I looked at him and he came up to me. I walked up to him, I put my ball back. He goes, hey man, that looked like you hurt. You're okay. <laughs> and I was like, no way. And then I was like, it's Willie Nelson. I go, what are you doing here? And he goes, he goes, I got a show here tonight. Oh, you know, great. And I was like, that's oh cool. my God. It was really, it was just, just surreal. I was just like, oh, like, you know, I know Willie had to go back and probably smoke a joint. Laughing. Tell, tell his buddies. His, never his band members just clowning out there on the bowling alley. He just made a complete idiot out Every of time At the show. Yeah. Or yeah, he probably <laughs> said it in his show. So I'm out here watching the bowlers and his clown. I thought, the guy damn near killed himself. Yeah, it was funny. I mean, in hindsight, it was funny. At the time, it was mortifying. But anyways, um, and then my last one, which is out of everybody I've ever met, this, this is probably my my very because my very favorite person that I ever met because I'm uh, I'm a big fan and I've been a big fan for a very long time. Yeah. Um. When we met Mr. Ron Keel, we hung out with him at, a few times. Yeah, but yes, but the time we got to hang out with him at 
vamps in Vegas. Oh, and they partied with him. And we drank with him and I bought him a beer and all that stuff. It was just really, it was awesome. I love Ron Keel. That was another Wayne's World moment for us. We were like, he walked right in front of us and we're like, whoa, we're not worthy. (laughs) But um, it was really cool because uh, uh, I never sat and drank with one. It it was, you know, we got to sit and party with him and hang out and and it was really, and that was such a great show, that Kiss yeah. kiss Night they do in Vegas. and um, Yeah, it benefits local uh, uh, music programs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, I think we went again the following year. Yeah. We did, because we saw like a REO Speedwagon tribute band, which or something, wasn't it? It was REO remember, Speedwagon yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, we did go the second year, yeah. No, that was really fun. Q was awesome, man. Um, we met him one other time before that at Borders. He did that little performance. Yeah, yeah. And I'd met him a couple times in the past, too. Oh, Ed kissed him in the back. Yeah. Didn't he? yeah, yeah. He was a really nice guy, man. Yeah. You know. Anyways. Okay. On to your next ones, yeah. Um, okay, so we what move on do to... do you want to meet? Okay, this is... Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Mythological. Fictional. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, I'd like to meet Ben Franklin. Because, and I'll tell you why, I'm a huge fan of the library, and Ben Franklin just invented the library. Yeah. Um, It'd be I, cool to drink a beer with him. Yeah, and when I was in Philadelphia for APWA back in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that? Which is like convention. Yeah, it's an American public yeah. works show. It's where people yeah. go to look at street sweepers. I hung out in Philadelphia, and I had a really good time in Philly. It's a mm-hmm. really good party town. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, Vegas has a lot of bars, or, you know, Scottsdale has a lot of the bars. the East Coast, like Everything that. in Pennsylvania, or everything it's in Philadelphia pub. is a pub of some kind. Yeah. It might be a laundry mat, but it's a, a historic pub. pub. Yeah, and so I got to drink in these <laughs> bars where, I guess she sat in the seat where Ben Franklin drank. That's crazy. At the bar. They said this was his favorite seat. Now, they might have been fooling me full of bullshit. Well, I know. They, they, they had pictures of him sitting in it. You know, in Boston, you know? Philly. And but stuff like I always that. thought, and then that, and he's, he, to me, Ben Franklin, out of all the founding fathers, always seemed to have like the most interesting life. I mean, yeah. he did a lot, you know, as a state. He covered a lot of ground. And, but he, he was also a, like a doctor. He was yeah. also, uh, 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 did stuff for science. He invented a lot of stuff. It was just, he was just a really interesting character. And plus, I heard he, he had a lot of women. He used to get a lot of younger women, a lot younger than yeah. Me. When he was when he was in his sixties, he would get like eighteen year olds. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was quite. He was quite the ladies. Baby. And then another one I would like to really meet, only for the simple fact, as I've always found him entertaining, is is Bob Goldway. I would. I'd like Zed to meet Zed from. Police yeah, Academy. I'd like to meet Bobcat. Nice yeah. bike. Where you put yeah, that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've always thought he was an interesting <laughs> person. Yeah, I used to like him as a character. And, um, I just think I just think he'd be he cool to hang out. With. Yeah, and he did some good stand up stuff, and I liked him in the Police Academy movies. Yeah. Hot to try, and I've and I've, <laughs> he, and I've I've watched the stuff that he's directed. He's made movies since then. Oh, yeah. that are kind of independent films that, that were pretty good. good. They're yeah. pretty good movies. I mean, they're weird, but they're pretty good. No, that's cool. You know, he, then, he's got a name, dude. I'd like to meet the president, Trump. Someday. Anyone? I'd like to meet Trump. Or yeah, I'd if you meet a president in general, uh, yeah, it's pretty I, respectable. I got to see Trump. Like, you know, I like I got to see Trump. I've seen. Well, we went to the rally last. At the first rally I went to was out in um, Fountain Hills. I'll tell you a rally. I, to go, I went for the experience to go to a, a political rally of any sort, and we went to that one, and it was like being outside a rock and roll concert. There was people smoking joints and drinking beer and oh, eating yeah. munchies and all that and just hanging out, you know, and it was all types of people. It was really weird. But at the know? last one we went to? Yeah, yeah, not to be political or anything like that. We're yeah, just he saying, draws across a pretty veracity. You know, and they were yeah. playing, like, rock music and stuff, everybody hanging out. But it was, I, like, more like a concert in a way. You know, I like, you know, I wouldn't have mind, you know, like I said, any president, I mean, if I had my... My choices, it would probably be one from my political party, but I mean, I would I would meet Obama or Clinton or whatever. To meet a president in general. I would like to meet one in in real life. My big sister did. Yeah. When she was uh, working for the hospital and when she was in the the military, Mm -hmm. they brought Richard Nixon in. Wow. When he, she he met got, him? Yeah, she, she, I believe she actually got to meet him. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, you might want to ask her. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lie, but I, I, I believe that was the story. That's crazy. Well. Yeah. Now, move, and then of course I'd want to meet Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Well, it's you your, your fate. One of your. Yeah. I mean, I mean, too, yeah. I, I, I just, I'm a little scared. Meeting rock stars is awesome, dude. I've never yeah. really had a bad experience with one. No, like I said, I mean, we were kidding about the Axl Rose thing. Oh yeah. Was, I've hung out with Vince Neil. I read a too. story awesome. the other day on the internet. I was sitting in the airport where this guy talks about he was a doctor in some emergency room. I can't remember. somewhere in California and Eddie Van Halen came in 
and and he, he he was right after he had his hip surgery done, and the guy mm-hmm. goes, "I can't disclose what he came in for, yeah, you know, because of pri- pri- patient well, privacy yeah. laws, yeah." But he said, you know, they they got to talking, and he said he was a keyboard player, and the next a couple like a week later, Eddie came to his house with a new Wolfgang guitar, wow. and gave it to him, and hung out for two and a half hours with him, just kicked it, yeah, they jammed, wow, that's and he cool. was, and he, was talking, he had some pictures up, and I was like, that is really cool, man. And he's all, I got to get going, man. Yeah, well, he asked yeah. me, what about to dinner? He goes, I got stuff to do tonight. Wow, you know, that's so. cool. Now, moving on to my list of people I don't ever want to meet. Oh, man. Here we go. It, I, I, I have a feeling I know who's going to be on it, this my, list. The top of my list is someone I would never want to meet. Yeah. yeah and I don't care if you gave, if you had tickets to this lady's concert and you and they were the best seats and in the house. And they're still going to give you a And, you and, and you're going to give me a ride to the, to the concert, <laughs> buy my booze and dinner, and, dinner. and gave me $500 spending cash. Why ain't dying me in 69, me? I'm still not going. <laughs> Even even then, I would not go, and that and and that and that title goes to my good friend Cher. Uh, I cannot. I've never liked her. And you know what? Who 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 you kind of just reminded me of too that I kind of like kind of forgot on mine. Pat Benatar. But you know what? I could sit through a Pat Benatar God, concert. You know, God. we almost did. Remember when she, we seen her open? Yeah, it's he, true. He, when Lou opened, then we all left for Pat. We were there, we were there for Lou Graham for four. But no, I just, I just, I just, I don't know what it is about that lady. She just really, she really turns me off, man. Okay. And then her friend Whoopi Goldberg too. I wouldn't piss Jeez, on if she was anyone on, fire. on the View. Yeah, anybody basically on just the a View. A bunch of men. And then I had Bill Maher on my list also, <laughs> which I just, I don't, just, I find Bill Maher to be disgusting. But well, he's just a clown. Yeah, he he is literally a one trick pony, and he has to be on script. If he goes off script, he doesn't know what he's doing. Honestly, yeah. you can tell it. You can tell. No, no, it's, I, I get it. You know, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. Be, not only do I not agree with any of his political I stuff, but like I just don't like person. the guy in general. As a person, he's a snobby, rich ass. Yeah, he just comes me. across as being hey, an Bill asshole. So. Reach out to me. Yeah, I mean, I take prove me wrong. Yeah. But anyways, that's that's just. And then there's a there's a select other people that like I sold a forklift one time to the old quarterback Randall Cunningham, and I met that him was and cool, his wife. Yeah, yeah. I remember his wife was really a nice. Time. Yeah, his wife was a really nice person. His her name was Felicity, and uh, they were really cool. Me and Eric, you know, really got a kick out of it. The, That's awesome. Me and Eric Wallen, you know, from H and E, we we uh, we met Penn and Teller one time. That's even cool. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was neat. Didn't we, you guys run into Siegfried and Roy too? Yeah, so? we met Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. yeah, that was that was another thing. Yeah. yeah, well, we were delivering a lift to the Mirage when they were playing that that house over there. Yeah, and um, we were up on the stage, and they were up there like looking at some other things. They weren't really dealing with us, and then they had an assistant that. Uh, Handled their stuff. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Her name was like Miss Georgia or something yeah. like that. She was an older gal. She was really pretty yeah. for an older lady, you know. I mean, she was really, you know, a beautiful lady. And she came walking out with two of the cats while we were on the stage. That's awesome. The big white tigers, you know. Did you get anywhere near them? Fuck no, man. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm a coward. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I, I don't feel safe at a zoo when those things are behind the, the fence. This is definitely Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was you know that's some of the people that we've run into in life. <laughs> well, what other? So that's it. That's all I got, brother. All right, man. Well, you guys have heard what we had to say today on episode eleven. We got one more episode left, and that will be the wrap on season one. We will take a short little break, a little hiatus, and come right back with more episodes for you guys. But uh, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, again, check us out on social media, man. If you want to get a hold of us, any questions, anything like that, or cease and desist, uh, uh, at in the round AZ on Facebook, and to get a hold of me, Andrew Taylor, look me up on Instagram at at Andrew Taylor Radio. And for Lee, where they can they find you? Facebook. Awesome. Under we Lee wanna, Tonin. We want to thank all the listeners out there in the U.S., Italy, South Africa, Canada, Qatar, and France, and welcome to the club to the United Kingdom. Australia, and Egypt. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe out there. Have a great weekend. Have a good night.